The following episode is brought to you by Poison City Brewing, proud makers of Durban Poison Cannabis Lager, the beer that invites you to live your poison. So today, you've got myself, yeah. and you've got Uandile, who are going to be your host today for the show. Yeah. We're excited to have you on and to finally do this interview as it's been a long time coming. And we're super yeah. excited to have you on the show, Bruce. So just let the people know who you are, what you do, and oh, well, well. we'll basically take it from there. Oh, well, well. I'm also happy to, to, to have this uh, interview with you all. Um, my name is Tito, Tito Dandy, all the way from New Orleans. I'm a rapper, hip-hop artist, a songwriter. Yeah. And when you say, and when you say that you're a rapper, G, how long have you been yeah. doing this for, man? When, when did it all start for you? I was rapping from the age of 11. I think I was three, I was in grade six, I think. Then I dropped my first song when I was starting. It's more than 10 years I've been rapping. Yeah, so when you started rapping around uh, grade six, who were your biggest influences? Uh, 50 Cent. Even now, I still look up to him. He inspired me like to get on this thing, rap music, and like starting, start, start writing my own songs. So as you were starting out writing these lyrics and listening and being inspired by these big guys, um, were were your family members supportive of uh, the 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 type of thing you were inspired to do? Now at first they didn't, but now they do. Now they're supportive. At first they didn't, especially my father. Mm. But I understand. I understand. I understand uh, from his point of view. When your father was like was not supportive at that age, um, were you like, I want to do music as a hobby because I'm loving it, or were you like, nah, when I finish school, I wanna be an artist like fully? It wasn't a hobby, dog. Like mm-hmm. I, I knew from the day I started doing my own songs. This is the thing. This is my life, and this is the way I, I like to live. It's not it's no offense, but I don't like working for another man. Like I like because I know I, I've got a career and I'm talented. I believe mm. I should work more on that. So from from day one, I knew this is what I wanted. I wanted to be an artist, and my father didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. So when you say that you 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 mentioned there that you you don't really you don't like working for another man, and this is a career for you, and considering yeah. that we're in South Africa at the moment. How sustainable yeah. is it coming from someone who has made this a career, someone who doesn't need a nine to five from or doesn't need to work for anyone? Um, how yeah. how would you say it's been sort of being a hip hop artist and having this being a sustainable career? Has it been sustainable for you? Uh no, it depends, man. But I'll I I I say that because like I believe if you work for another man and uh, you don't like you you go to you go to the like the work, you don't feel comfortable and like you work but you, you're doing something you don't like i believe you, you should do what you like so you don't feel the work yeah so so basically if 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 we're looking at you know the the young people who are looking up at artists like yourself who are doing hip-hop and are basically saying that it's always best to just do what you love and all that you know yeah. financially for them you know what advice would you give them considering that the South African market yeah. is a very difficult one to to sort of penetrate as a hip hop artist because the people oh, that are eating yeah. mainly the people at the top who are getting the gigs, yeah. who are constantly on TV, you know, who are yeah. constantly on the radio. So for you as a person who decided I'm not going to work, I'm going to make this a full time thing. Um, as yeah. as a person who 
is is good at their craft and is trying to reach out to to even more people you know what advice yeah. would you give the youngins in terms of how to 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 sustain this and make it a financially viable thing okay. how do you keep afloat from month to month in terms of finances as a hip hop artist you must put your soul and tears on it dog you see and you must know you must use what you got you see a lot of artists a lot of, a lot of rappers you can hear them complaining about studios about fancy studios i know i'm not getting that much of money so i won't waste money on like going for fancy studios shooting for fancy videos use what you got and eventually someone will see your talents or you see the wave and you'll jump or she will jump on it and pull you must always be consistent go to studios try to make songs record your music and release your music don't just record music and keep it in studio no one will listen to the music you must record and release the music i want to find out bro um let's say at the stage where you weren't uh, making money from the music how were you able to then produce a product that is in a level that'll get you to get the money because i feel like you should have some sort of financial backing um to package your product in a way you know how were you getting how were you getting the money before you started getting a bit of cash from the music my mom, my mom used to support me a lot she used to give me cash to studio and i used to uh as the side grinds to the side grinds at the, uh the shops get the cash and go to studio you know when you're working there you're not there forever you're just there for the cash so you can keep the thing moving so it would be advisable to to then maybe have a side, a side job grind. that you do along with making music is that what right. you're saying yes no, you have to have a side grind you have to get the money because now in, in our days like when you're there like when you want to push your music i won't lie you do need capital we we pay we, we pay for the promoters like to promote the songs when you when you drop the songs and for the videos and now not like when we started uh studio time used to be 50 rand th- th- those days now a studio session is 300 rand mm-hmm. so you need a side grind to push your music so with you you know as a person who's been doing this for 10 years now that's a very long time yeah. for someone to be doing something you, you know people may even consider you a master of your craft considering that you've been doing this for 10 years So you know for you what sort of keeps you consistent what keeps you going my my family my, my friends but mostly myself I believe in myself and I don't give up easily because I know one day uh, you you all come right it's only a matter of time until it happens but you know when you say that I know that one day it will come right is it not all right at the moment what what is the definition of one day it will be all right where, where is it that you that you want to see yourself um then consider yourself to be in a place where you're all right at that point yeah when when i'm i'm financially stable when my music is paying me well like i don't really like care about the fame as long as as long as my craft is pushing and i'm getting money off it and i, I i'm able to, to support the family and support the grind as well mm-hmm. so that's 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 my one day when i'm able when i'm financially stable mm-hmm. Okay. So what are what are some of the challenges that you faced in the 10 years that you've been making music? Like I said, a studio sometimes can be expensive. Like I remember one year I recorded like two songs uh in one year. I didn't have money to go to studio. I couldn't even record because I, I was supposed to drop an EP mm. in like a two two years. 
but I keep pushing, I keep, I keep pushing the, the EP and I dropped it last year because I got the side run. And switching up, uh, niggas switching up on, on new niggas, just trust niggas I've worked with, but through that, through that, I, I, I didn't back down. Uh, I, I, I still, I still, I still did my thing, went to studio, did my videos, did my songs, keep my grind. And now things are coming slowly and hopefully, uh, Next year they'll be better than this year. The, the the switching up, bro, was it not because of girls? Some of it, dog. So you guys were fighting over girls. No, dog. I, I don't know. Niggas were fighting over girls, dog. No, I don't fight over girls, dog. It was a small, it was a small issue, but niggas, niggas made it a drama. Oh yeah. Tell us, tell us about yeah. that drama, bro. What happened there with your crew? No, it wasn't my crew exactly. It was niggas I used to rap with. It was a house party and niggas called some girls. They came through. Uh, later the night, uh, I took one girl, which niggas they called, and there was a drama. I think one one of the niggas was like dating the girl I took. So so you started this drama then? No, but I, I didn't know. I went to the nigga and then I told her, "No, gee, I didn't know. You can you can like take your girl and there's no stress because I didn't. It was a party, you know when you." When you like you let and you're enjoying yourself and it's girls, yeah, and you mix up with girls. Yeah. I don't know who's who's dating who and who, but they made it a big thing. We'll be right back. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes structure. And and you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. It's crazy the the things that happen. It's just very weird that all of this boiled over to the to the music making side of things. Uh, you know, just focusing on you and your and your career. Where where yeah, exactly man. are you from? I'm 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 located in Newlands West. Yeah, and how would you say the music scene is that side, especially the hip hop scene? Considering that you you guys already have some yeah. some great artists that side. I scored online. Niggas are supportive. Artists are pushing each other. The talent is there's too many talents this side. The artists are the pushing and we're supporting each other. That's one thing I love about Newlands Newlands artists. Have you worked with any other Durban artists? Yeah, I've worked with a group called Carry SI from Pine Town. Uh MC Veggie, a retro. I just dropped a song with Retro. We used to go to the same high school, Retro, me and me, me and Retro uh, in, in 2013. But I didn't know. I didn't know he, he, he was a rapper at that time. And when I met him, I met him in studio in Masgrave. I was recording a track with MC Rage at that time. He, he sent me his songs, gave him, gave him my songs. And this year, oh, last year, and I gave him a beat last year. I told him uh, we should like do a song together. And this year, for, uh, January, like we went to the studio. It was my first time writing a studio, uh, writing a song in studio. He told me, now let's go, let's do it. Let's go to the studio and play the beats and let's record the song. The jam came nice, and the the, the song is, is like doing doing so much. It's pushing, and it's also it's also in my in, in my EP that I'm dropping this year. 
Ooh, so 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 that EP that you're gonna be dropping in 2021, I'm pretty sure your fans are super excited about that one. So just tell us hey. a bit more about that one. You know, how many tracks is it gonna be? Uh, we know Retro yeah. is gonna be featured as, as one of the features on the EP. Do you have anyone yeah. else that you've featured? How long did it take yeah, you to yeah. make this whole EP come together? You know, just dive in on it. Um, I, I'm also super excited about it. Yeah, I won't lie. I can't. I, I can't wait to drop it. It is retro. Uh, there's Trevor Anderson. There's also the I never knew, and there's ten songs on the EP. Uh, uh it took me like it took me uh eight months because I dropped an EP last year June. After after I dropped the EP, I just got an inspiration like I need to do another EP. I, I took the inspiration from the EP I dropped last year because the EP I dropped last year it was my first EP. I turned the word EP. I, I was like basically introducing myself to my fans who I am. And when I was doing the EP, like I've, I've gained a lot of experience in like how to handle songs, how to handle the whole project. And I, 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 I got the I got I, I got the inspiration. This year I should drop the EP with 10 songs. And the title of the EP is uh, the Composure EP. Why did it yeah. take you nine years to introduce yourself to your to your fans? I won't lie. I was and sometimes I was playing around too because I did music and I, I used to like I played around, you know, things we do, uh, but uh, got myself back and I went back to studio and recorded. Cause the uh, two years, two years, I think I was I was not doing music. I was always fo- focusing on the bad things, but uh, I grew and I uh, went back to the music. I didn't want to rush people with a party of with a party of work. Even when I dropped my EP last year, I dropped yeah. I dropped two singles in a row. Then I dropped the EP. You mentioned you were you were focused on bad things. Oh, what type of bad things? I used to party a lot, dog. Yeah. I used I used to party a lot, and 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 that time I thought I was cool, but I, I saw that like, my it, everything, the, even the music. I, I lost the focus in the music because weekend to weekend all i thought about that like, get bad is you go to the like two hours parties would you say that you've taken those two years where you were just going all out and partying would you say you've taken a piece of that and it has sort of shaped you to be the person that you are today can we expect some of those elements that you went through and the and the lessons that you learned during that time to also make an appearance or have an influence on the music that you make uh hopefully Doug, hopefully uh it, it can but those two years I went through, like I learned a lot, and uh, in the songs I'm gonna do, uh, I, I will talk about it. Are there any Durban artists that you'd like to work with in future, like artists that you got your eye on and be like, "Oh, this guy is dope." Oh, P A Fangalo Eyes. Yeah, I was supposed to do a song with the homie, but don't tell what's the one tell what's the last thing you number and what the what's cool millionaire don't tell them. What one thing that I feel is very important in order to know who someone is is to dig deeper into their name. So, what is it behind uh, your your particular name? Is that like a nickname? How did it come about? Yeah, you can say it's a nickname. Elakranjwa ndile xiamekdal. When 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 you you dating someone and like we call them a kame funukbizangalen. You know what? I want to call you Tito. And you told me, no, Tito, it's a, it's a, it's a boy's special name, a creative boy. Uh, and you told me that and, that, and I liked the name. And when I started rapping, and I was looking for a stage name, and Tito just came to my mind, Tito. 
Yani, it was a name that came from the homies who were always rocking the uh, clean swag all the time, clean appearance. Like, I love fashion. Though. I decided to put the, the names together, Tito Dandy. I want to know about this name, um, Tito, since you were given it, given it by your ex. Is it not like a reminder? Like, a, like is it the ex you, you, you don't mind thinking about still? No, dog, I'm so cool. I, uh, I don't mind, dog. I don't mind. So if you had to, if you had to like pop tomorrow, um, yeah. and you basically start earning royalties and all that, would your ex yeah. be entitled to some of that, considering that she gave you that name? I am going to, but we can talk about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So now, obviously, there's, there's, we're going through a very transitional time with lockdown being a thing, and we all live in yeah. a room where everything has just been very different, and we've had to adapt. I always said on Slide Underground, we had to adapt and go more the online route, and it has helped us sort of, you know, grow in that kind of way. So, with you, what are some of the challenges that you've encountered being an artist under the whole lockdown era? Hey. First, it'll challenge dog when I drop the EP. If they know, once you drop the EP, must then get perform. And they look down every long bamba. So EP, I'm like, our I perform on lives on YouTube and Instagram. If you remember, the uh, lockdown is like, I love music, entertainment, it'd be very like for like a good five months. I'm a colonial night thing about us. So, Gunzi, my dog, it was hard. But I'm just cast there, so until there. I went to studio, I uh, recorded my songs, I grew my style studio, I made more songs. I decided to do this because I wanted to make more music. Is your music registered? Yeah, dog, it's registered as Sambro. Tell, tell the people how important it is to register your music and which um, organizations to to register the music with. It's important to register the, the, the music. Uh, because of uh, I'm a rice dog and the royalties. One day, maybe in a taxi, you can hear some you, like your uh, music is playing. You can hear your own lyrics on the song. You can like go to Samro and you can talk to them and they can like work it out for you. Shout out to you for for being a good example on that day. Um, earlier you mentioned that you've worked with the likes of MC Reggie, Trevor Anderson, yeah. uh, Retro 2020 Beaston, and and all of that there. You know, yeah. so so having worked with those kinds of artists in studio, you know, what what have what has what has that experience sort of taught you, you know, about sort of making music uh, as a whole? You no, know, it taught me a lot of things because if I remember MC Reggie, uh, I'm seven twenty fifteen, and MC Reggie is a, is a is a cool dude. Uh, he used to invite me to his trip like before almost to the session and to like make me comfortable in the mic because there, there's a different there's a different when you're rapping when you're rapping. I'm bit challenging then when or you when you're rapping recording, you need that confidence. And recording with those artists, it helped me to build my confidence more in studio. Considering that we are in 2021, you know, what are the plans? You do have an EP that's coming out, you know, give us a yeah. date on that as well. But mainly, what else do you have in store for for everyone who's a Tito Dandy uh, fan at this point? I'm not sure about the date at the moment. Uh our videos are coming. Uh, documentary is also coming too. Yeah, when I'm done with the EP, I'm I'm gonna drop uh, a documentary, and uh, I'm planning on dropping at least two videos this year. No, that's a really good plan to have, man. Like I feel, even people who have been following you, it's re- it would be really nice to see that documentary. Tell us a bit more about that, actually. Who's gonna be shooting? Um, what is it gonna be focusing on? 
uh, I, I talked to my to, to my boy, uh, Pila Pila Villegas. Uh, he he do music video. He's so in the city about me about telling the people who I am and so I get and the challenges I go through every day and the, and the hustle as well. No, that's that's. I feel like it's it's something special to have getting that sort of insight on on an artist and it's something that we, we don't really see when it comes to artists in Durban and, and going that yeah. route. So I, I, for one, am looking forward to that, you know? So, so basically to, to people who've been listening to this and to people who have been following your journey and have been supporting you, you know, what would you like to say to those people right now? This is your opportunity to, to, to reach out to them. Uh, before, before I even say something to, uh, can it be like, uh, support me? I'm nominated for my awards. Uh, O2 one was uh, I'm very grateful for the support, especially the the ladies who like who post my songs and do the videos and post me post the songs on stories, the promoters mm. and the supporters and the, the the homies. There's no words I can explain, but I'm grateful for the support. Without your without your the music we're making is nothing. Hey, that is very beautiful, man. I think that point that you touched on before reaching out to the people as well. You know, where do, where can we sort of vote for you? Uh, for the OT1 Awards, what are the numbers? What do you have to do? How much does it cost? Let us know. SMS to 350 Shout out to the Sludge Underground. That's an alternative for inviting me to this interview, Doug. I'm, 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 I'm grateful. I'm honored to, 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 be, to be part of the interview today. Oh, and yeah. shout out to the homies for, for, the, for the support. And the homies I'm working on, working with on EP. Oh, yeah, that is solid, my bro. We, we'd like to thank you as well for, for reaching out. We always appreciate, you know, having a conversation with artists in general and just listening to their craft, regardless of, of where they are and where they're from. So this was, you always learn something from, from, from everyone you meet. So it's been a real honor for us. And I think thank it would you. be best um, for us to just let the people know where they can get in touch with you on social media if they want to reach out. What are your handles? What are your emails? Give us everything. Oh, well, well. My email address is tdotandy22 at gmail.com. Instagram account uh, at tdotandyworld. Yes, uh, and for Twitter too, it's tdotandyworld. Uh, Facebook is tdotandyguala. And obviously, if you're listening to this episode, you're tuning in probably on SoundCloud, Apple Music, um, or basically Spotify. We are at Sludge Underground Podcast. And obviously on social media, Instagram at Sludge Underground, Facebook at Sludge Underground, on Twitter at Sludge031. As for myself, it's at Zwane031 on absolutely everything. Andy Le, who are you online? Facebook, I am Andy Le Lunati Pila Matonzi. Instagram, it's at Lunati underscore drops. Uh, Twitter, it's at Lunati underscore drops and the lunati has a double eye thank you to everyone that's tuned into this episode don't forget to basically click that link in bio everywhere that you see us on instagram facebook everywhere you can have access to our merchandise access to all the latest episodes and yeah everything sludge underground don't forget to vote for tito dandy as well on the 031 awards he's doing great things he's got an ep coming out later in the year something to look forward to in the documentary as well so man there's big things coming from tito uh, keep a lookout on his pages keep a lookout on our pages and until next time it's bye for now I don't even try to pretend I mean all you so pretentious while you wildin' out yeah look at the fuck out of a section that can happen I don't need a lot of pressure and can tell me somebody's going my dad somebody's going my dad